You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Alabama's syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio. Phil Williams here live in the Right Side Studios. Local, state, national man. We cover down on all the issues. And like the dude just said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Well, it is uh, it is Thursday, which we often refer to as Friday Eve. All right, let me jump over to my comments here. And um, I just got to, I got to, I got to ask this. I mean, is it just me? Or does anyone else see the annual gathering of the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland, and just get the creeps? I mean, so on the face of it all, Davos seems like nothing more than just a gaggle of world elites who have little to no elected authority over our daily lives. You know, they sit in their ivory tower bubbles, and they espouse some of the most ridiculously highbrow word salads about climate change and social order. I mean, how much harm could they do, right? But yet every time I hear Klaus Schwab in his thick German accent, the leader of the World uh, uh, Economic Forum, speak, I feel certain that he is what every Bond villain aspires to be, you know? All that's missing is a gray Nehru jacket and a Persian cat for him to stroke as he calls on his army of flying sharks armed with laser-guided missiles. I mean, it almost seems comical. And yet, it still gives me that pit-of-the-stomach feeling that says, don't underestimate this. If you've ever seen any of the movies from the John Wick franchise, then you've heard about The High Table. If you're not familiar with it, John Wick is a highly skilled assassin played by Keanu Reeves who operates in the shadowy world of the high table, an organized syndicate of underworld crime families who live like kings and they seem to secretly run everything. And within a strict set of rules, assassins like John Wick are paid in special gold coins and they have to pledge their fealty to the high table. Well, as you watch the movie, you get the feeling the high table actually runs the world and we just all get to live in it at their pleasure or not. And for some reason... A reason that I cannot fully place, I watched a recent news story on the World Economic Forum hosting the world's elite and celebrating their goals of world cultural change, and I thought, wow, so when does John Wick come into this story? So what is this gathering? Who or what is the World Economic Forum, and why should we care? Well, founded in 1971 by this guy Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum was initially ostensibly designed to help European leaders understand how best to engage other Western leaders on things like commerce and trade. Well, over time, it's morphed, and it's changed from the original European Economic Forum into what we now know as the World Economic Forum, and Schwab himself has been at the helm the entire time. The prime focuses of the Davos gatherings have been networking in a weird mix of what I would call self-flagellation and adulation on issues like climate change, systemic racism, ESG, which is the Environmental, Social, and Governance, Banking, and Finance. This year's attendees include over 600 CEOs, 50 world leaders, and various celebrities. Here's a few of the speakers at Davos this year. There will be a special address by Xi Jinping, the Premier of China. There will be an address called COVID-19, What's Next? by Dr. Anthony Fauci. There will be a special address by Antonio Guterres, the Secretary General of the United Nations, and a real doozy called Accelerating and Scaling Up Climate Innovation with John Kerry and Bill Gates. And then a conversation with Janet Yellen, Secretary of the Treasury, who I guess is going to talk about how the U.S. economy is thriving under policies that she and Biden have perpetrated. Well, as time has gone by, the World Economic Forum Davos event 
has captured the imagination and suspicions of conservatives and free thinkers all over the world because they have this overly globalistic rhetoric that keeps coming out of their gatherings in Davos. For instance, in 2020, German Chancellor Angela Merkel preached at Davos that, here's her quote, quote, the whole way that we do business, that we live and that we have grown accustomed to in the industrial age will have to be changed. We will have to leave that behind us in the next 30 years, and we have to have come to completely new value chains. I don't know about you, but I have no desire to have the German chancellor deciding on what my, quote, new value chains are supposed to be. How about American CEO Mark Benioff of Salesforce? He's determined that companies like his own have to quit worrying about their profits. Quit talking about those pesky free markets and capitalism. In his Davos remarks, Benioff said this, quote, Capitalism as we have known it is dead. This obsession we have with maximizing profits for shareholders alone has led to incredible inequality and planetary emergency. Yeah, well, that whole thing about garnering a strong return on your shareholder investments is apparently just dead, I guess. Now, if you're catching all this, then I hope you're also catching how radical it is. And the real rub is that while many of the attendees are unelected, that they do consider themselves to be members of the real high table, and their influencers are being felt well outside the confines of the idyllic little Swiss town of Davos. The real kicker came in in the early days of the COVID pandemic. Klaus Schwab announced his advocacy for what he called the Great Reset. That's his phrase, the Great Reset. I don't like where that's going just on the basis that the guy who looks like a Bond villain is using the phrase Great Reset. It sounds like somebody elite is going to win while everybody else gets shoehorned into a lose. Fictional bad guys like Thanos in the Marvel Universe, they talk about resetting the world. Real-life bad guys like Adolf Hitler use names like The Final Solution to justify resetting society without Jews and other ethnic minorities. Well, The Great Reset is an awful name given to an awful plan that no one asked for and the average person will not benefit from. It is fully designed by the World Economic Forum as a means of seizing the effects of the COVID pandemic to further their radical agenda. It is literally, literally, a socioeconomic model based on what the World Economic Forum refers to as, quote, a stakeholder economy. It's just a fancy way of saying that the members of the corporate class of the world's economies should move away from making profits. They should move away from acting like they even care about the products and services that they were founded to produce. And they should move towards ESG models that make social change and social disruption on things like green policies, entitlement programs, LGBTQ activism, and the like. They should make all of that a part of their company's real mission, regardless of what widgets or services they make or provide. So that guy Klaus, Klaus Schwab, he himself said this, quote, business leaders now have an incredible opportunity because of the pandemic, y'all. Business leaders now have an incredible opportunity. By giving stakeholder capitalism concrete meaning, they can move beyond their legal obligations and uphold their duty to society. They can bring the world closer to achieving shared goals, such as those outlined in the Paris Climate Agreement and the United Nations Sustainable Development Agenda, if they really want to leave their mark on the world. There's no alternative, said Klaus Schwab. Well, I got news. Klaus Schwab does not speak for me or for you or for any member of a free society. The very idea that he would stand up there in front of world leaders and espouse a policy that is actually being embraced by much of corporate America and many world leaders, thank you, including the Biden administration, by the way, that he would espouse a policy that would have corporations, in his words, quote, move beyond their legal obligations and, quote, uphold their duty to society. What the heck? Move beyond their legal obligations. 
their duty to society. It imagines a world in which elected representative government no longer matters and that the world's unelected billionaires can sit at a high table in Switzerland and set the public policy. It's wrong. It's creepy. It makes the fiction of John Wick seem like reality. And I've decided not to let myself underestimate this Davos meeting anymore. And that's a wrap for The Right Side Way. I'm telling you, when you read the things that they actually say, when you hear them say it, you can watch the videos. And Klaus Schwab stands there in front of world leaders and he says, you should get beyond your legal obligations. In other words, get outside the boundaries of the law. You shall not be restrained. Do what is necessary. I'm just telling you, Bond villains ain't got nothing on him. All right, folks, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. You guys stay tuned. We'll be right back. Back, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Uh, got some uh, reaction on the text line to the uh, the monologue just now about Davos and the World Economic Forum. Uh, Julie from Hillsborough texted in. She says she thinks uh, so to her the the quote about get beyond your legal obligations, and she said, and I believe he he said societal. I don't think it wasn't my quote, Lee, but uh, uh, Lee or Julie, but she said uh, it means for companies to ignore the fiduciary responsibility to their stockholder. That's still bad. It doesn't matter to me. It's still bad. Uh, uh, Leanne from Huntsville, Texas, in that says Al Gore is a freakazoid. <laughs> if you haven't seen Al Gore's comments at Davos, he got pretty animated. I, somebody gave him a Red Bull and took him off his meds, and he he went at it, man. Um, all about rain bombs and the world's coming to an end. I mean, he's been killing polar bears now for who knows how long. Um, Jeremy from Huntsville just texted in and said Adolf Schwab. Okay. And... Um, and then uh, Brian from Huntsville texted in with a picture of the, the Hermes rocket down there at the corner of uh, airport in uh, the parkway. Um, all right, I got a caller of the line, boom. Um, let me do that. Is that Lee? Lee from Huntsville, how you doing? Hi, how are you? I'm uh, good. How are you? I'm good. Right side ruffian, of course. Absolutely. And I had to call in on this because this is a particular irritant for me is Klaus Schwab and He's and his ilk at Davos, um, which, by the way, he didn't go and needed George Soros. Somebody needs to be asking why not, um, which is weird, right? Yeah. Um, but anyway, Klaus Schwab's father was a Nazi, and he was friends with Hitler. That's why that guy sent Adolf Schwab. Yeah. He himself. But what, what they truly are, just like Soros, who is it? I guess he's a Jew, but he does, I don't think he's a practicing Jew. I don't think he follows anything. I think it's more cultural for him, right? Or he uses it when he needs to. He actually worked with the Nazis, George Soros did, to help bring Jews into uh, being captured. I mean, he's, he's the kind of person that's just, you know, he's Emperor Palpatine, him and Klaus Schwab. <laughs> that you just want someone to come along and, like, kick him down the big hole, right? Um, so, sorry for the the reference there, but um, I think that what people need to understand is that they 
uh, Klaus Schwab and even George Soros, they don't think in terms of country. Like we think in terms of what's best for the United States, what's best for Americans, or we try to, right? A good American does that. Or even say a Frenchman thinks about what's best for France. These people think on a world level. They're yeah, globalists. And that right. term just means they think about their power, their control, their wealth on a global scale. They don't think about individual countries, and they don't care about individual countries. They don't care. And what annoys them is America has too many rights that they would like to get rid of. That nasty little First Amendment right is a sixth in their craw. They do not like it. They certainly want to get rid of our Second Amendment because when you look at things like, you know, these two are ancient. They're old enough to remember how they managed to, uh, you know, pull, like, say, Austria. Uh, when Germany took over Austria, they got a gun registry. Well, once they registered, later on, they came back and took all the guns. And then when the people came, there was no way to fight them. And there's no way to stop them from being taken away from their homes and killed. So the, the thing is, they don't like our rights. They don't like us. They don't think of us, or they, they do think of us as Americans, but they'd rather think of us all as global citizens under their purview, under their care. They know what's best for us, which is why the World Economic Forum put out the, the little telling thing. that they, See, they always have to tell who they are. They don't yeah. realize what makes them stumble. That's biblical. They don't know what makes them stumble, but they have to tell us who they are. It's a compulsion. And he's sitting there saying, you'll own nothing, you'll eat bugs, and you'll be happy. That's really what they think. That, that they is what they think. It. They believe but not them. They will be eating steak, they will be flying on jets, and they will, be, uh, they will have mobility. We will be stuck in 15-minute cities. We will be eating bugs and fake meat, you know, Bill Gates' prescription for us, and we're going to be miserable. That, and that's what they want. And Because a miserable society is so much easier to control than a free society, a happy society, a prosperous society. Everyone must hear and understand that these people don't care about you. And who do they support? Look where their money goes. That's going to tell you who's helping them. Okay, Boomer, that whole phone call right there just wow. became a podcast segment all by itself. All by itself, right there. Right there. All right. Wow, Lee. I do my best. Dang. I do my best. Dang, I'm girl. Very, I'm very serious about Klaus Schwab. I, I uh, really have a strong dislike. I, I, am, I am with you. And I don't know the guy, but I don't want to know the guy. It's one of those Me things either. where I look at him and go, he needs Jesus. Somebody, you know, is going to have to tell him. But I, but at the same time, oh, all right. Hey, Lee, we're up against a hard break. Thank you for your time again. Um, what, a, what a great call. Wow. Um, good Lord. That was. I mean, that was awesome. Just, just sitting uh, back here and just listening. Like I said, tell you what, Boomer, just make take my, um, my monologue <laughs> and tack that onto the end of it. I will. All right, just make that all one. Sweet. Man. Thank Lee. you, Lee. Thank you, Lee. All right, folks, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. Live free or die is up next. <laughs>